2: Oh
3: yeah, here it is, we are back, Patrick O'Dowd is back, it is Sunday, not Saturday, it is Sunday when we are recording this week's edition of Hockey Talk, hello everyone, as I mentioned, this is Patrick O'Dowd, back after a week off, a week off I didn't want to take, but had to take, happy to be back here to talk some Eastern and Western Conference Finals. With me, of course, is my good friend, the lawyer himself, Mr. David Ungar, Esquire the
2: 35th. How are you, sir? Well, all things considered, doing pretty well here on this uh, Sunday morning, kayfabe or not. Yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping to get this thing dropped
3: today when we're recording but if not Monday at the latest I'm sure I can work something out. I, we know the guys in charge. So I think we can make it happen and with the playoffs happening literally daily there is a game. Like I thought about this this morning as we look at these two we're going to look at the we're going to look at both series finals, conference finals right now. The Western Conference seems pretty sewn up and as we record this game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals will be kicking off in a couple of hours from when we're recording right now. So there'll, there'll be a bigger picture there. But I really I always say this, and, and I think I've even said this during this playoff season. I love that the NHL wastes zero time in getting their playoffs done. Like I get that we're gonna we're in June and we're finishing up ice hockey, but credit where credit is due. Like they move their series. There's no multi days off. There is game one day off, next game game one day off, next game. And they don't wait. They don't wait. And if and if these series wrap up early, you know we'll be on track for the finals. But it's the same thing. There's none of this. Like the NBA, to get to the NBA finals, they what they gave like a four days off, five days off. Game one was like four plus days after the end of the, the conference finals. Like, it just seems, I don't know. I just love the way the NHL operates with its playoff system.
2: What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I do too. I'm still trying to figure out how the NBA finals are happening before the Stanley cup finals. That usually isn't the way it works. Did they, did they start earlier this year? I don't know how they did it.
3: Uh, I'm not sure, but I, and there weren't, there weren't a lot of series in the NBA that I, that I noticed that ended fast right like there wasn't a lot of sweeps like the bulls got knocked out in a hurry um
2: a lot of but, seven games a lot of seven games i mean not any all right. wise a lot of those went seven games but right yeah i don't i don't know how they pulled it off but right and hey kudos yeah. to them
3: but a lot's happened since the last time i was on the show now of course if you if you noticed last week we didn't do hockey talk we replaced it with a five by five which I, i'm sorry dave Probably my favorite of the five by fives I did was the one that I did with Kyle Moore's where we did our five best and five worst reboots and remakes of all time. I know that a lot of times you don't listen back to the podcast or or, or catch it. Did you happen to catch any of that list? Because I think you would have appreciated some of the reboots and remakes. I will tell you this. Fantastic Four did not make either of our lists.
2: That's really surprising. But then again, you've got to have, you got to have something decent as a baseline. We
3: covered all of entertainment. That was the thing is it was both television and film. And so both Kyle and I mixed it up with some bad television and some bad film. My number ones, it's been a week, so I feel like it's okay to reveal the number ones at this point. My number one reboot and remake was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show, that was the reboot and remake of an, what I thought was an excellent film. And we spent an inordinate amount of time regaling everyone how Joss Whedon is a terrible human being, but he put out some really good entertainment that still stands up pretty well. And then Kyle and I both had the same number one for worst reboot and remake of all time. It's a movie. It was a horror movie. Starring Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche. Does that give it away? The shot for shot. The shot for shot remake of Psycho. Uh, where Vince Vaughn was in the Norman Bates role. And I say shot for shot. Outside of the gratuitous and unnecessary Vince Vaughn masturbation scene. Which. I would why we went that. Like that's the edgy take that they went for. I don't know. Uh. Other things that have happened, though, since I've been gone. My team's out. My team's out of the playoffs. The Blues bowed out. Uh, Dave, I love you, man. I love you. I love that you are the eternal optimist for my teams, even though you're the eternal pessimist for your teams. And we flipped roles because I I declared the Blues dead. They, they win game five in stunning fashion. Just completely not in this series at all at all and then they pull a victory out of nowhere from the jaws of defeat in colorado and you declare you were like the avalanche are gonna lose this series man they're they're in real trouble and that did not happen now they the were Blues for a little bit the blues were 30 seconds away from maybe going to overtime where anything could oh, no, happen no no, no. no five seconds five, five I mean, seconds shut up man like why you gotta make it hurt more anyway a late goal in regulation to put the blues away. It was devastating. I didn't expect the blue. Like I, I think I picked the blues to lose in five or six. So kind of on schedule with what I said. And, um, yeah, I I wasn't, I didn't mourn that, that very hard. I'll be interesting. And I'm sure we'll do an off season special at some point, but, um, other than, and we'll talk about this when we get to the Western Conference Final Series. And I think we'll cover that one first after the commercial break. Uh, I, I don't like Kadri ever. And then was no. like, yes, to, hold on. And yesterday or this morning had a great you hate to see it moment. So we'll get to that in a second. But I I will say my last before, before we take this commercial break, the bow that I will put on this conversation is I wonder what that Blues Avalanche series is if Jordan Bennington doesn't get hurt. Do I, do I think that they win the series? I I don't because I I will stand by it. They're just so damn fast, every single skater on Colorado. And you look at the way that they they just they get out, transition so quick. I just don't think the Blues had the had the skaters to do it. And so, you know, Good on my Blues for for giving them a little bit of a run. They got some work to do this offseason. I wish Jordan Bennington could have been there for, for the for the whole series. But say la vie. We're going to take our first commercial oh, break. Injuries happen, Injuries matter. They do. But we are going to take our first commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to jump right into the Western Conference Finals because that one feels the most done out of the two series we have left. And then uh, we'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals on the back end of the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You are listening to Chair Shot Radio, the 5x5 five five on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.
2: All right. Well then. Can I can I just say how much I've actually missed that music these playoffs? R- I did,
3: but could a credit to ESPN at least with their coverage that they have kept their old ESPN music cuz that that was that also says hockey to me so to hear that on ESPN makes me smile. TNT It's funny looking at the difference in the two broadcasts. The production values of the ESPN, like with the music and kind of their hockey people that they've got calling the games, I, I tend to enjoy more, uh, but I love the some of the little things in the TNT broadcast that just make me happy. For example, you always know how many shots each team is playing if you're watching it on TNT. It's a little thing, but there are times when, when I would watch the blues and the avalanche and you're like, man, it really feels like they're dominating the game. The And I mean this by, in, in terms of the avalanche and then you would see it like every, I think ESPN covered, uh, or TNT covered the blues avalanche series. I'm trying to remember which, which conferences where I think the West, they've been
2: flipped. They've been alternating right. a bit,
3: haven't they? Something like that. But, but you would, when you would watch it on ESPN, you would have no real sense of like how impactful the game is. And I just remember watching the shot sheet just X like just keep going up and up and up and and Colorado has not let up on its scoring. And let's get into the Western Conference Finals. Yet yeah, last night, uh Saturday night, the Avalanche basically put away the Edmonton Oilers by taking a four to two victory on on Edmonton's ice, up 3-0 in the series. And, and this is with their backup goalie, now without Kadri. Kadri is hurt uh, after taking a vicious cross-check uh, cross from, was it Evander Kane that hit him from behind? Um, and that was a five-minute major penalty, so I would assume that Kane's probably not going to play game four. Um, it was vicious. It was a vicious hit. I don't like Kadri because I, I do think that well, I don't think he did a dirty play. I think he took advantage of an opportunity to knock Jordan Bennington out of the Blues' hockey game. It wasn't illegal, but it was also an opportunity he didn't have to take. He just did. Um, so you hate to see it. However, I don't think it matters. I think there are just so many weapons on Colorado that I don't, I, I don't know. And their defense has been playing great. Like it, uh, it feels like Colorado's year. I picked them to win the cup at the beginning of the season. It's looking like that. What are your thoughts? And, and how, to go down the way Edmonton went down again with like what was it? Not much time left in the game. It was coming off of a penalty.
2: Um, yeah, the, the five minute major didn't kill Edmonton. Surprisingly, their their penalty kill was really right. solid. But they do give up the goal. The what is it the game? Right. Where, okay, at twelve forty two of the third, Comfort scores. Right, fifth of the playoffs coming in the coming
3: out of the penalty box. That was the thing is the, the Oilers were on the power play and Colorado in particular has been really good at this. Ball, get, Our puck gets out of the zone, guy gets out of the penalty box, outworks the opponent for the puck and gets a breakaway, and a breakaway goal.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously Edmonton had to have this game. You could right. have got a better start. McDavid scores 38 yep. seconds in and you're like, oh, they are off and running. And it just didn't materialize. and Colorado buckled down, clamped down. You know, it's it's been, it's I know it is probably going to end up as a four nothing sweep because I just I think Edmonton's demoralized after this one and, and it's and they're going to bow out. But you know, watching McDavid and, and McKinnon on the ice, it is in a you know the same series has been really fun. I just I don't think that Edmonton doesn't have the defense or the goaltending right now to really hang with Colorado. Colorado is a more complete team. You're seeing it here. Uh, Edmonton's overachieved, in my opinion, to this point. It, they're they're going to be around for a while. This is this is going to be a really good rivalry through the you know for the next five years. I think with these two guys, they add a few free agents. I mean, you know, Edmonton. God, I, I, in a perfect world, you know, I mean, I say perfect world, but not really. Like, Edmonton could use a guy like Alex Ovechkin. He's the kind of player that they really could use that would help them out a lot. I don't think the Caps are going to trade him but uh, right. you know you look at some of those veteran guys who Edmonton doesn't have in this situation that would help them a lot but yeah, it's it's i think you're right there this series is done the kadri injury is is not he's out for the rest of this series however that long, however long that is if this actually went 7 i imagine you'd get him back but well no let, no 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 you know,
3: that's not what they said they they have said he is out for this series entirely and possibly the finals if they make it
2: And that's that's huge, because, you know, if you're playing and I know we're going to talk the East and and that's kind of we'll know more in a few hours as to whether it's going to be Colorado, the Rangers or whether Tampa climbs back into this thing. But, yeah, if you're playing, let's say it is the Lightning uh, or actually either team, because the Rangers can freaking skate, Uh, but. That's a huge loss. You know, you're talking one of your better players, one of your all, you know, one of the guys who does it all out there. Whether you, and I know you've got issues because of what happened with Bennington, and I, and I don't blame you. But when you look at but that it, series objectively, that's that's a big loss against either right. of the Eastern Conference teams.
3: Well, Cadre's just Cadre's your thumper, right? Like he's he's the guy that if he's on your team, you love. He's
2: he's Colorado's Brad Marchand,
3: right? Every way. And if, and that's the thing is if he, if he doesn't, if he's on your team, you're like, hell yeah, he's on my team. When he's not on your team, you're like, fuck that guy. I wanted to break a leg. And you get people like me who are then like, yeah, hate to see it. Yeah, just hate to see it. What did you think about the performance in goal for Colorado? Because I was impressed you kind of you wondered with an injury what that would mean, and it, it didn't bite him.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you look at um, uh Kuz, is he the one? He's the one playing. Oh, sorry. My, my audio is running. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, Pavel Fran who came in for right. Kemper. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you look at what happened in game one, which was like one of these, it's, it was very much like Edmonton Calgary. Uh, defense is optional sort of thing. You get a goal, you get was, a goal, everybody gets yeah, a goal. And, and and Edmonton really came very close to coming back in that one, and Colorado literally survived. But then they get that big shutout in game two and that great performance by him, and he he could have really wilted under the pressure of giving up right. that goal in the first 40 seconds of game three uh, with that crowd going absolutely apeshit, everybody outside the arena going crazy. And he stood tall, made some great plays, gave up one more goal, Uh, he's probably the unsung MVP of this series right now to come in and the situation he was in unenviable to say the least. And he's out out playing Mike Smith and Smith has got his issues as well. But, um, you know, I think that's, that's, that goes a long way. I mean, if, if you're going to tell me that Colorado is going to get really stout defense on top of that offense, then yeah, I agree. I don't think whether, whether it's Tampa or the Rangers, you don't have a chance. It's, it's like, It's like, uh, you know, Ollivander talking to Harry Potter. If he's got the elder one, you really don't have a chance, you know, and that's that you got defense. You're not going to beat this team.
3: Yeah, it's it's been terrific and he's been terrific. So um, game four is Monday. Are we closing the book on the Western Conference Finals Monday?
2: Uh, I think so. I think, I think Colorado learned something from the St. Louis series that you cannot, they took their foot off the gas and give credit to the blues in game five. But I think Colorado took their foot off the gas a little bit when they got up three, nothing. Don't, they won't make that same mistake here. They think, I think, you know, if they weather the storm, Edmonton will come out early and, and try, try, try Colorado will push back. I, I like Colorado to win. I, I don't think Edmonton's got. I do. I do right too. Now.
3: I think the only thing, the only way Edmonton wins this game is if they f- score first, if they score first and even, then start then free- though. Well, I mean. but, but here's my thing is they're demoralized. You score first, you play with hope. Colorado scores early and it takes so much to pull yourself out of that, even when you're on home ice. And so I, I, I like, I like Colorado. I've seen enough. They're gonna they're gonna move on to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since I think like two thousand one, I, I something like that. It's been a long time since they've been to the Stanley Cup I think Finals since
2: Bork Bork won the lifted the cup in what two thousand two. It's been a long time. Is it two? Time. Yeah,
3: I knew it was like two thousand one, two thousand two. It's been tw- it's been twenty years, at least. So they they will be in the finals. And what I think will be the ultimate matchup of high octane offense versus a stout defense no matter who they play. Uh, And we're going to talk about that series in a couple of seconds because we're going to head into our second commercial break. And talk about the Eastern Conference Finals, talk about the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But before we do all of that, before we go to our recorded commercial, it is my duty to remind you that if you like what we do here on thechairshot.com and on the Chairshot Radio Network, head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and invest in one of our mini t-shirt designs. We have all kinds of great designs to choose from, everything from Chairshot logos to saying from programs to the names of programs themselves. You can spend as little as 19.99 for a standard style shirt. However, if you're feeling fancy, want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. We put out quality podcasting content every single day on the Chair Shot Radio Network, and we want to be able to keep doing that. And the easiest way for you as an audience member to help us continue to bring you that content is to invest in us over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. As Christopher Platt would say, Please and thank you. Thank you and please. When we come back, Dave and I are going to give our breakdown of where we see the Eastern Conference Finals as it is in the moment. You are listening to Chairshot Radio Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right.
3: Here we are heading into Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'd like to read everyone as I like to do. This, is, this should be a regular segment on the show. Uh, Dave, tweet, or Dave either tweets or texts Patrick. And then Patrick reads that tweet out loud because it's Dave being wrong again. Um, or, or text. And here we go. Here is the tweet on this past Tuesday at 11.05 a.m. Rangers are going to get stomped by Tampa Bay. To which I replied, yeah, and Colorado was going to choke against the Blues. Uh, I did reply with, I think Tampa Bay wins. I disagree on the stomp part. Fast forward to this past Thursday at midnight... I retract my statement about the Rangers getting stomped. And here we are, the Rangers, up on our good friend PC Tunney's Tampa Bay Lightning. Two games to none as the series shifts to Tampa Bay. Dave, I I think this goes into the old adage, this isn't a series until someone wins on the road. And the the term pivotal game XYZ gets dropped a lot. This is a pivotal Game Three, because if Tam if, if Tampa Bay wins, okay, it's going to be a series, and I think it, I think it goes seven. If if Tampa Bay wins, if New York wins today, oh my, interesting three nothing lead, because I do think of the two teams that could face a three zero deficit. Tampa Bay is good enough to overcome a three zero deficit. Now will they? Like the odds say no, but they're they're capable. But let's hear it for Shosturkin. Getting getting it done, standing on his head, even when he's given up goals. Tampa Bay has thrown a lot at this Ranger defense, has thrown a lot at Shasterskin. And it's funny that Vasilevsky's the one who's blanked both games so far.
2: Yeah, I um I did not see this coming, but the Rangers are playing in this in this very interesting attitude right now of just the, they, 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 I mean, you know, they've got the look of kind of, kind of that team of destiny sort of thing. You know, you come back from three, one down against the penguins, you take them out, you trade home wins with Carolina for the entire series. You take that one on the road. Um Shesterkins outplayed Vasilevsky, which is surprising, but you know, at the same time, you're looking at Rangers have won eight in a row at home. They, Ended Tampa Bay 18 in a row. Tampa had won after losing a game in the playoffs. And the Rangers said, yeah, enough of that bullshit. Uh, I, you know, the thing to me is like, and I was listening to it the other night and some of the analysts were talking and, and, and they were probably right. You know, is that Tampa Bay did not seem engaged or really desperate until like the last five minutes of game two. And they really came on, got a goal, some great defense, some even better saves by Shesterkin down the stretch to save that game. Tampa's got to come out and play full, a full 60 minutes with that desperation, or at least 40. You know, give me two Go periods ahead. like that to beat this Ranger team. Because um, the Rangers have got, you know, they got their number right now. Zabinajad has been great. Kreider's been great. Shesterkin has been fantastic. You got, you know, Ryan Reeves, their, their muscle in the middle. You got a nice fight out of them the other night. Um, the Rangers are beating Tampa Bay physically. They're out skating them. You know, you're seeing, you know, and this is the thing that I said a while ago is that you got to remember that Tampa's played more hockey than any other team in the NHL the last few years, you know, two right. back, those back-to-back runs, take it out of you. And, and the Rangers are younger, faster, dare say hungrier team right now. They look like the hungrier team right now. Um, Tampa's got their hands full. I, I think you'll you see, you'll see the pedigree of a champion here in game three and the Rangers right. are going to have to weather the early storm because it's coming. But if they yep. can, you know, if the Rangers can come out of this first period, maybe only down a goal or even better tied, They got a great shot at pulling this off. And yeah, if it's three, nothing Tampa can come back. I don't think they will.
3: No, I, I think, um, I think Tampa Bay wins today. I I think that they will. I think that they are, they are too good. They are a two-time Stanley Cup champion. I don't think we're going to get into that scenario where they're clinching up to fight for their for their playoff lives uh, come Wednesday. So, um, and I might I might actually even go so far as to say I think Tampa Bay might win convincingly today. I think I think they you you talked about it that they they had a real wake up call and we're going to see i think we're going to see some sc- some goals scored i think this is going to be one of those i, I this is something I, this is one of the things that i got to you got to give credit to the rangers too tampa bay pounces on mistakes you've talked about this all the time rangers have not made a lot of mistakes
2: no and i think part of the problem is i think tampa bay was like me pat and i mean yeah. there's an analogy oh yeah they're going to roll over we here both, we both took the rangers lightly say it right. uh, they're young They've overachieved. They they don't have the experience well, to hang with the two-times and flat-out wrong.
3: Well, and it's so interesting because they've been... At, at what point does a team stop overachieving and just become an achieving team? They had one of the best records in the East. Like, they were number one seed, right? They're home ice in this series, which right. has
2: been huge for them. So
3: they had the better... Like, overall, they had the better season. Now, granted, maybe they felt like they had to play more with their hair on fire, but... I don't know. It's it's interesting because it, it's just not in the mental makeup of Tampa Bay to to stay that way. So I'll, I I think they're going to come out hard. I think they're going to come out on fire. I think halfway through recording Bandwagon Nerds today, we're going to see Tony doing some fist bumps, and it's just going to be what it is.
2: So well, I I mean, it's going to be compelling to see how do they respond. You know this right. This, The mystique is gone. They've lost back-to-back playoffs. Yeah, they they look beatable. It's like Rocky II. What's on Apollo Creed's mind? He's lost his first round, you know, and that sort of thing. And now you're at the point with Tampa Bay. It's like you've – now this is done. This has happened. How do you guys respond to this? And and I think the first ten minutes of game three is going to tell a a big story, you know? And they get a quick goal, maybe a second one. You just bury the Rangers, and then then you move on. And then it's like you're saying, Pat – it's not a series till somebody loses on the road and wins on the road. This wins on the road, yeah. And, and and if this keeps the same way, Tampa's gonna have to beat the Rangers in Madison Square Garden to take the series. I don't know if they can do that right now, but I, we'll don't, I don't
3: either. We got we got one hot goalie after a slow start to his playoffs. Shesterkin has been brilliant late, and so I, that's always hard to overcome when a dude is riding a wave. Who knows? Maybe somebody will pull a Kadri. We'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, we are coming up on the 30-minute mark. We are going to call it a wrap. Before we wrap, though, I, do, do you stick with your Tampa Bay prediction or are you flip-flopping? Because I think it's going to go seven. Uh, I didn't have Tampa Bay getting this far, so I, I know where I am. Where are you?
2: I, I think I, I'll stick with Tampa Bay. I, I think, you know, until until they're beaten and done, then right. you gotta you gotta go with the two time. I will say this: if it is Tampa and Colorado, I have great concerns for Tampa Bay in that series. Um, sure. Well, I mean, if if Cadre doesn't play, then it's maybe not so much. But if he's able to come back, I, I think Colorado poses some significant matchup problems for either team. But right. You know, we'll see And when
3: we and when we did our playoffs reset, I will say that when we did our playoffs reset, I had Tampa Bay going to the Stanley Cup Finals. So my my finals reset Stanley Cup Finals match could still happen. Uh, but they got Tampa excuse me. Tampa Bay's gotta take the first step today. All right, Dave. That's gonna do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk. Before we get out of here, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the socials and on the Chair Shot Radio Network?
2: Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at attitudeag, That is at Attitude A-G-G and Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression.
3: And you can find me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist, That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chairshot Radio Network. On Mondays, I'm doing Bandwagon Nerds with Dave, PC, Tunney, and usually Aesop Mitchell. On Tuesdays, it's Dave and I doing Hockey Talk slash Coming Soon Musical Chairs. It's right around the corner. And on Wednesdays, me and Greg DeMarco and sometimes Miranda Morales doing the Greg DeMarco Show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoy what's left of these conference finals and get geared up because the Stanley Cup final is just around the corner. This has been Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the thechairshot.com.